So welcome to Out of Uniform. Uh, we have some guests today. Um, we'll go around the room. Um, I'm Brian Garrison. Ralph Flores here. I'm Laurie Griffiths. Ann Keen. Carrie Gonjo. And Robert Brandon. All right. So today we uh, we have a room full of ladies we invited. Uh, we want to get their take on uh, what's going on out there. Um, I know we have a lot of issues that we've talked about, about uh, distribution of you know goods and how the cost of things have gone up and how hard it is to hire people and stuff like that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that and then we'll get into a little bit more of what we do outside of work, right? Once we take off that uniform. So, uh, uh, Lori, why don't you start? Well, it's interesting. Um, I just got, well, I've been getting quite a few emails from a lot of my print suppliers constantly warning they are running seven to ten days behind in their production. Um, I take that to mean because they're short-staffed. And now um, we just got a 16% increase in paper because they cannot get their hands on paper. And remind everybody what you do. Oh, that would probably help. I'm a graphic designer. Um, my company is Innovative Creative. Innovative Creative. And you guys do all kinds, anything print, right? Yeah. Uh, well, print's a specialty, but um, basically graphics is digital now. So my images can be used online. They can be used for, um, I do email marketing for folks. Um, and what I think is great about working with me, because I do have that print background, is you kind of can pay one time. So if I create a, an email, a uh, digital email for you, it's going to be prepared in a graphic that can also be printed. So I can save you some money there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You don't have to wait for something uh, to come abroad if uh, you're creating it right here. Right? Exactly. So, exactly. That's nice. What about you, Anne? Well, I do Mary Kay. Um, cosmetics and skincare, and where we're seeing some slowdown is like just this past week I got noticed that for our PCP customers, which means that we're sending them catalogs, that for those customers they are having problems with their supplier, with the printer, and having enough employees to get those catalogs out in the most timely manner. So it's running about 10 days behind, so they have elected to um, take out the normally you'll have like a sample of a new product in there and they've decided to just remove that from the catalog so that they can get it out in a more timely manner. Sometimes we run into some supply problems of uh, raw products but they've been really great in being able to keep that supply and demand going but it's more of like the bottle caps or something that is produced in another country and getting those into yep, the United yep. States. Yeah, it's not the actual product, it's the case or the box or, like you said, the cap or whatever. Right. Well, I would imagine that the Mary Kay catalogs are just a ginormous national order. Yes, it is. That's a, a, quite a big job. Quite, yes. quite, quite a big job. And all of the products that are sold in the United States are manufactured in Texas. And so those raw products uh, of getting those and getting them in the production line, so sometimes they have to slow things down because they don't have the bottles to put it in. Yeah. What about you, Carrie? Um, I'm Carrie with Igo Mobile Car Wash in Detail. So we go to the customer, um, provide services at their home or in their office, um, providing all the materials, the water, everything. We don't need to use anybody's utilities or anything. What we've been running into is the purchasing of new vans and really struggling with that. So we actually purchased a van and the, the um, car 
salesman who gave, sold us the van, the dealership, they actually ran it through the car wash right before they handed it to us, and it was too tall, so it ripped the roof off. Oh, nice. So we now own a van that's sitting in a collision repair, and we haven't even driven it once. Um, and it's convertible. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Might be better for this weather. But what we are struggling with is it's months and months um, with getting the parts in order to repair the van. So the van's just been sitting there, and we're not able to use it. So oh, wow. we're finding that to be an issue. And in terms of purchasing other vans, the supply is so limited. The prices are so high that we just... We're just waiting, making yeah. it work. Oh, well, Ralph, you went through that, right? You had to get a new compressor for your truck. Oh, yeah, for my AC. Yeah, but it went out on me. And and just, we're going through the same thing, thing, too. We can't find any trucks. We're all in a um, dirt field with no chips in them. Yeah. yeah. So we can't, can't even buy those things. Yeah, it's, uh, we've actually uh, been keeping our eye out for you know, the KUVs and the transits that come out for the, the high roofs so we can get the water heaters and such in them. So those are uh, on the top of our list. So when they come available, you know, uh, our connection usually calls us that we got two. We're like, we take it. <laughs> yeah, it's good you have a connection because otherwise they're sold before they even get posted yeah. online. Yeah, and that's, and that's what it is. Yeah, you, you wait till they hit the lot. They're already sold. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, besides, you know, all the shipping problems, what about you know, uh, hiring or, you know, staffing or any, anything like that. Have you guys had any problems? Do you, do you hire out people? Do you subcontract out anybody that you find that it's just, or do you have a, a customer that gets you something that they have a, a problem with staffing? What have you seen out there? We'll go back around again. What about Carrie? Yeah, we are looking to start hiring staff, but really, um, Hiring people who want to do the good quality work that we want to provide our customers is the most difficult part. We They want to be paid very well, right. and they don't want to work very hard. And that's the problem we're having. Right. They know nothing, but they want, you know, what two years ago was top, top of the line pay. Now they want that top of the line pay just because they're showing up for work. Exactly. Yeah. No, we, we've run into that as well, you know. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. Pay me. I'm like, well, do something, and then I'll pay you. <laughs> and maintain the quality we'd like yes. to maintain. Right, right. Yeah. So um, what about you, Ann? you have any issues with anything like that? I haven't. Actually, Mary Kay has grown exponentially during COVID because people, when they were laid off of their jobs or they discovered, hey, I could make as much money doing Mary Kay and working my own hours. I can spend time with my family. Uh, go to activities with my children and and not having to rush and drop them off and those kind of things. So a lot a lot of especially younger people have it's like I'm just going to do this as career. So Mary Kay has exploded in growth. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. that's great to hear. You know, where there's always a down, there's usually an up. So it's great to hear that you're having that uh, that luck. Um, what about you? Mm. Um, apparently some of the young artists have, uh, prepared me for this COVID pandemic. It's <laughs> anytime I've ever tried to work with, you know, somebody that might be a freelancer and kind of bring them into my business. They've even years ago. Yeah. They went top dollar and they're really quite frankly, unskilled. You know, they may have, um, an ability, a creative ability, but it doesn't translate to print knowledge. You know, it's like you can't send them loose. You have to check everything because there's so many details that they're just unaware of and really not interested 
you know, they think that they left school with all the knowledge that they need. And it's like that $3,000 print job is ruined because you had the wrong color family in there. So I've, I've been dealing with that for quite some time. And we were just talking about this earlier. What are, what are these folks that aren't working? What are they doing? How do they pay their bills? I mean, I need a vacation. <laughs> well, it'd help if Uncle Biden wasn't sending them checks, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I thought they stopped that. Uh, did they? I thought I heard well, another one's coming. Yeah, I, I think I heard something like that too. There's, there's yet to be another one. Perfect. And I think the, uh, I, I think the, uh, the, the unemployment is is being weeded out, but they're still sending like these stimulus checks, or you know, so it's like you lose one battle, you win another, and yeah, you know, I, I just want everybody to you know get back up, and if you can go to work, go to work. If you know, if you got to find some alternative. Right, maybe maybe a different type of job. Maybe COVID puts you in a position where you know I can't do this. I my kids can't go to school, or I don't want them to go to school. That's everybody's choice. But you got to you got to get up and do something to make a buck, to live, to eat, to provide for your family. And the the ones that are just looking for handouts are the ones that upset me. How about you, Ralph? Yeah, no, I agree. So those, those <laughs> yeah, same people what he are, said. are also very conditioned. Thank you. They're also very conditional, right? You pay me this and I'll do this work. I mean, yes. nobody goes above and beyond anymore just to do it and to show that they want to get ahead. You know, it's all it's a conditional kind of era we're living in. It's kind of what Robert got hired on for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got hired on the, on the podcast. That's what it is. <laughs> well, it wouldn't get done otherwise. <laughs> I see you watching them, so you're trying to pick up on it. Yeah, yeah, just trying to weed out his his, his job. But My existence, huh? It's okay. It's fine. Too many that, flashy lights. Here comes that check. I can't wait for Uncle Biden to send me that check. Don't, don't go to the bathroom because they take pictures of what the board looks like. There you go, man. <laughs> Slam everything down. Uh, You're so waiting at it the last time. I don't know why it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah we, we messed that up for sure. Yeah. There's, there's, There'd be a lot of squeaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an art to it. Not to mention the edit part afterwards. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's always the fun part. But I think you just nailed it on the head right there. Everything seems so easy until you have to get to that final product, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, oh, I can do it. It's very easy. I I can record something. Are you kidding me? I'm going to be a famous podcaster. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to live off of TikTok. What? It happens. Oh, wait, that's my daughter's dream. What are you talking about? Yeah. 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 I get it. It happens. But, you know, back in our day, right? I may age myself. Everybody was going to be a rock star. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody was going to be, you know, whatever. It happens, right? It's famous football player, famous whatever. And it happens, yeah. You know, but you have to have the skills. You have to have the opportunity. You have to have that path blaze for the 1% that it happens for. Mm-hmm. And has the perfect metaphor for this. Not everybody can be queen. <laughs> because somebody has to wave when I go by. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, me too. That's great. We might... Uh, we might uh, label this, uh, every, everyone can't be queen. Yeah, you know, I like that. So I have a, a tag that one of my customers that gave me, and it said, we can't all be queens. Someone has to bow when I walk by. <laughs> I was so close. That, so that close. goes back to the Mary Kay, 
uh, being in the Queen's Court of Cells. My wife okay. needs that that tag for <laughs> every one of her purses. <laughs> to keep that company in business. Yes. Yeah. You know, a smart thing to do would be working right now while we're getting all of these additional checks from Biden yeah. and then putting that in the bank, saving money for later. So if we could just get folks to recognize that, we'd be able to hire people. She looks like us, but what the heck planet is she from? Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want to know if you're getting these checks. Are, are you speaking of saving? Saving, saving money? money? Uh, it's crazy talk, I know. Yeah. yeah. So, so one of the reasons I asked the three of you, you know, we, we had a good conversation the other the other day um, after uh, the BNI, and uh, I was very interested in how y'all are women entrepreneurs, right? You're all out there getting it. Um, as a woman, how has that affected you being a woman, right? Because I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> they, they, they say that men men have it easier. So in your opinion, has it been easier? Is it harder? Do you have to overcome any adversities? or um, What about you, Larry? Oh, God. Yeah, I want to start with you. <laughs> okay. I think I was raised by a single mother. I think I have it so much easier than she ever did. And, you know, our good friend Gail, her mother just passed and we were at her celebration of life. So her, you know, active years would have been, what, 50s, 60s, maybe 70s. That woman was so far ahead of her time. I mean, Gail talked about um, having this conversation with her where she said to her mom, why didn't you teach me how to cook? And her mom told her because she didn't want to be obligated. I mean, who even thought that way? There were so many women who they were just preparing their daughters to get married. When I graduated from high school, I was in the minority wanting to go not just to a four-year college, but wanting to go to art school by myself to another town three hours away. And that was 1982. Don't do the math. But... You know, that when I think of, you know, how far we've come from then, it, it's got to be easier. It really does. But yet, sometimes, and I hate to say this because they're, they're men that I respect, deep down, their core thoughts have not quite caught up with where we are. No, she looked right at you, Ralph. I, I noticed that. <laughs> I was looking right between you two. Yeah. <laughs> looking at the ape on the wall. I, I, and truthfully, you guys are probably more in the forefront of than anybody, you know, than other men that I know. But yeah, and I mean, these are friends, close friends that I respect. And it's like they don't even realize the things that they do that undervalue women. And to me, I, maybe it's my age, maybe it's society, I don't know, but it's becoming more obvious to me. And it gets harder and harder to swallow because I feel like, as a whole, men should know better. Have you ever thought of it just standing up and just, you know? Brian, how long have you known me? I might not stand up and shout, but I rarely keep my mouth shut. There you go. <laughs> I, you know, I temper it. I mean, you know, if I, if I have an opportunity to correct or educate, I certainly try to do that. But, you know, if I'm outright insulted, yeah, I'm going to call somebody out and be Good like, you. do you even realize this? And I, so far, I've gotten the best response from an 18-year-old young man. Yeah. He honestly wanted to know. He said something, and I said, you, you cannot objectify women like that. 
And he looked at me and he was just shocked and he wanted me to explain to him what he had done. And, and that, was, that was a big deal for me. Yeah. Wow. Hopefully you educated him. And hopefully he learned from that. Right? I think he did. I think I mean, education I, yeah, is, think is 100% did. of it. Some people don't understand until they understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. Right. What about you, Ann? Well, I had a very interesting experience recently. And I would say that I am a pretty mild-mannered person. Oh. And I... Until you go to that until I, jar. Yeah, there's a story about me that um, at a Mary Kay event. So I have to explain it. So they were... Um, we had someone demonstrating how to package things together. And this is a room full of women of all different ages at these round banquet tables, and they're passing these different gifts that the woman has completed around. And they're passing it around, and the table next to me was being really loud. I couldn't hear what the woman was even saying. And they're like, what is this in? What is this in? And I'm like, mason jar. It's like... I guess because I grew up in the country that everybody knew what a mason jar looked like and what it was, but these young women didn't. And so that's become the joke that Anne reaches a point that her mason jar comes out. (laughs) So um, I actually had an experience where I called um, someone to do some bug spray in my husband's martial arts school. And um, they put me on hold, quote-unquote, which meant laying down the phone, and I could hear everything that she's saying because um, I questioned the amount that I had paid the previous year and what the new quote was. And so I heard the young woman say, I had this B&I bitch on the phone. Oh. Mm. And so normally... <laughs> Whoa. Normally, wow. I would... Probably just not say anything and just let it go. But I'm like, no, and you're a big girl. Put on your big girl panties now, and and um, mm-hmm. you know you just you need to let them know, and you need to let the boss know that there is a problem. If his if his uh, employees are saying things like that, and people are hearing that, so I did kind of go off on her because she came back. She was like syrupy sweet to me, which was a little off putting to begin with. Yeah. Um, on the phone, and then she put the phone down, and I could hear her calling her next level supervisor, and and then said that. <laughs> and by then, I had steam coming out of my ears, and the mason jar erupted, and um, and I'm and I said, I just heard everything you just said about me, and you need to get your boss on the phone right now. And so, ma'am, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, Serpy Sweet turned on again. And I'm like, yeah, you should be sorry. Mm. And I'm like, get your boss on the phone right now. And you have him call me. And then she's like crying, crying. So the boss does call me. And I'm like, okay, you know, honestly, I am so upset right now that someone would actually say that. I think part of it is a cultural thing because young women just talk like that oftentimes. And which is totally upsetting to me that someone would treat someone else like that in such a casual manner when it's so insulting to be said. Um, and supposedly he did use that as a learning experience to say that he had never had anything like that happen with an employee. And, you know, he, he was very gracious in following up with me and um, telling me how they were going to 
do some education, and and then I find out from someone else that um, the same thing had happened to her because she questioned. And I'm like, yeah, they that is not good. Yeah, one thing I find that uh, not all right, we we don't want to pigeonhole right all, but the the younger generation gets away with a lot more. They weren't held to the same standards or same respect level that that wasn't pushed on to them. It's much yeah. more casual. It yeah. is way more casual, and, and and I'm sure our parents said it about us, right? I'm sure. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it was said about them, and but uh, I think that's one thing that I try to push on to my kids is hey, respect. Absolutely. You need to respect your mother. You need to respect me. And you need to respect anyone else that's talking to you. You, you don't need to disrespect people just because you d- didn't like what they said or you don't like how they look. And that's your opinion. You don't need to put it out into the world. Right. You know, my mom said something to me, and, and, and I think I heard it on a movie once. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, that's uh, super, super important, you know? You gotta have some respect. What about what about for you, Carrie? Have you had anything that? Yeah, actually, I have a um, kind of two different scenarios in the sense that I used to be in um, education for twenty five years as a special educator and then as a director of special education. And in that realm, it's all women, mainly women. Every once in a while, you get a guy director or superintendent comes in, but overall, your expectation is, yeah, women are in charge, and it's that's just the way it is. When I transitioned from that realm of work into this realm of work I find it very different where I'm talking to people and I say what I'm doing they're like oh yeah that's nice like "Uh uh-huh whatever you go have fun at your silly little job now or like you're going to be an entrepreneur sure whatever like because I'm a woman now I can't be an entrepreneur even though I have a lifetime of experience behind me all of a sudden I'm I'm just I'm just having fun isn't that sweet you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's nice. It's just a hobby. It's just a hobby. It's a side yeah. job, yeah. you know? I don't know. I might have heard that myself. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just feel like, well, I get to stay home with my kids and I get to do all these things. Yeah, that's the goal of being an entrepreneur. Freedom is the goal. Yeah. I don't want to spend the rest of my life working for someone else and dealing with other people's problems. I want my freedom. I want to be an entrepreneur. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to be great at it. I don't need people to think I'm just a having fun on the side. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I can I can slightly relate. So when when we were starting Apes, Ralph and I, um, my mother-in-law told my my wife, "Doesn't he need a real job?" Oh, you know, and it's, it, it wasn't easy our first year. It really wasn't. I mean, we I, I went went from making six figures to making very less than that (laughs) like a quarter of that you know so negative figures yeah Yeah. i mean (laughs) we look back and i tell ralph just the other day i said i don't even know how we survived that year it it was it was crazy it it just was but you know the since then my mother-in-law has been one of my biggest supporters you know once she saw that okay he's not messing around Mm -hmm. you know we're actually accomplishing something um, I don't know if you had a similar, you know, you just had the support right from the get go, huh? Yeah, my family likes me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're the only ones though. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, it was uh, yeah, good support all around from the family. I didn't really have anybody to say anything. Yeah, yeah, that's great. 
Yeah. Well, imagine having a martial arts school. So my husband and I, we own a martial arts school. So you went from being a mechanical engineer to being a martial artist. And those were some lean times. So I worked full-time. He went part-time for a while. And then he quit and went full-time. But, you know, you go from that level of income to everybody else is going to get paid before you do. I started my company, yeah, on a whim. Gail talked me into it. I had no husband. I was supporting my mother. No safety net. No real savings to speak of. You know, like an idiot. I thought I knew what I was doing. And, man, that first year I learned. I thought I was going to have a stroke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, next thing I want to talk about, I want to talk about, you know, uh, we want to try to keep this around 45 minutes. Um, and, uh, I'd like to talk about a little bit what you do outside of work, right? What, what, what keeps you sane? <laughs> what do you like to do? What keeps that, uh, interest in making some money so that way you can go do this? Uh, so what about you, Lori? I'll start with somebody else. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know you okay. like to go skydiving or bungee jumping or... Pre-COVID, Pre-COVID. I did all kinds of stuff. I like to go camping. Um, I had some friends that had a boat, so we used to go on the boat all the time. Um, I had some friends that had uh, a quad, and so, you know, we used to go quad riding. I met with my girlfriends. We did, you know, we were constantly going out and doing things and just, you know, that kind of stuff. We did a lot of day trips. I, I mean, I live and die by deadlines. I, you know, so I, it's really hard for me to take like a week off at a time or especially more than a week. So I do a lot of like long weekends and that kind of stuff. So we did a lot of that, but I'm still just trying to keep it together after COVID. So yeah, I haven't really done anything. And if my two best friends are listening to this, they abandoned me, so I have no social life anymore. Oh, and, and, and just just in case they don't know what their names are. Oh, that would be Gail and Nita. Oh, Gail and Nita. Gail's off driving trucks, seeing the world, and Nita moved to Missouri, or as her son and I call it, misery. Misery. Well, I, I got to say, thank you, Gail, for driving trucks, because we need more yes. truck yes, drivers out do. there. Yes, we do. And she's out so there God pushing bless them to get our stuff to us. But, uh, you know, you got to check in on your friends. Just keep that in mind. Yes. I'm building, so. an, I, this, I'm in a building period. I'm building new social outings. Ann and I had a whole Saturday together. We we were supposed to do all kinds of what um, organizing, and uh, we had some goals, and we decided to go eat seafood instead. <laughs> well, <laughs> then, then you have this wonderful podcast that you came to, and that's yes, on top of this. Yes, this is cool. So. No, this is a neat thing that you guys are doing. I applaud so, you. What about you, Ann? What, what, what's your burning desire, as, as B and I would say, right? Oh, <laughs> so my burning desire would be to be in the National Queen's Court of Sales. So that that is a big huge do we bow now yes please (laughs) i'll do the wave yes um because i do work full-time at my husband's martial arts school um and that consumes a lot of my life and tournaments and testings and i do the contracts and things uh there i greet new people coming in which i love that socialization aspect of it but um for me, Mary Kay is my outlet, and I love doing, like, gift baskets and stuff. I get to be creative doing that, so that's super fun. I like to make people um, feel important, and, and if a new lipstick makes them feel better about themselves, then I'm all about that. Sweet, Because yeah. I really like investing in those relationships. Um, my other 
big thing is family. And I have two sets of twin grandchildren, mm. and they live in Georgia, and my parents live there. So whenever I have any kind of time, I go there to be with them. There you go. Family's important. Well, now back up. You've made queen, the Queen's I Court made before, the haven't you? Prin- it's technically called the Prince's Court, which is uh, the level below. But I've done that for the past seven or eight years. Goals. Excellent. Excellent. So this is basically doubling what I've done in the past. All right. Hey, John. What about you, Carrie? Um, So outside of work, I'm, again, saying that I changed a career going into this. It's about freedom. So really just spending time with the family, four-wheeling, going out on the lake. I love to travel with my best friend. We pick a random uh, half marathon to run, walk. And we go travel somewhere. We've been to Austin, Santa Fe, and some other places. So that's how we just like to have lots of fun. I like to hang out with my family. And so I hear Lori's she, she's been she's, wanting she's, to yeah. go boating oh. and four wheeling. We're hooking she's up. up. Yeah, so no, we're making we connections. Had no idea when we voted her into the chapter. Don't, don't forget Brian. Fit she is. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, thank you. Doesn't apes need a boat? Yeah, boat and uh, I think you need a boat. No, 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 jet. No, definitely a jet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already had this conversation. Jet would be good. Oh, yeah, I love traveling, so a jet would be good. Well, I'll go out on the boat and you will fly your jet. If you don't want to do a boat, could we do a fleet of like ATVs? What about, what about a helicopter? Helicopter would work. Glider? No, no gliders. All right. Hot air balloon? I'm just oh, trying to like make Ralph that. shake his head up and down instead of side to side. Ralph does nothing. Ralph, Ralph is like... Well, we can get yeah. Ralph on one of those th- things with the little fan. You sit in your lawn chair and there's a fan behind you and then you fly around the sky. Oh, yeah? Whatever they're called. I don't know. Oh, they're around? Ralph sounds silly. Ralph sounds like, sounds silly, so he, sounds sound like fun. He's out. Yeah. I'll film it next time. They're up by my house. <laughs> if, 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 it, if it's not going to the gym, he doesn't want to leave exactly. his house or work. Yeah. <laughs> sure. He's, uh, he's, he's dedicated to uh, apes. Yeah, a little too much. Yeah, he needs, yeah. He needs, uh, he needs, he needs some... a break. Okay, yeah. so I, I read do need this, a break. I need a vacation. I read this great study, and it, it was about um, elderly people who were at end stages of life. And it asked, uh, what are the, the number one thing that you regret? And it was spending too much time at work. Because mm. in the end... Work's not going to do anything for you. It's about the relationships that you have with your family. Yeah. They're yeah. the goon of I'm not wiping your ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Destiny is either. <laughs> John will do it for me. That's what you have kids for, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of, kind of wrap it up. Uh, I want to talk about Veterans Days tomorrow, right? So, uh, does anybody have any family, um, you know, Hoorah, my son's retired from the military. Hey, yeah, what branch? Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Really? Hoorah. 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 Yeah. I, I don't, I I don't right know. Away. I don't know all of them because Caleb's uh, the is hoorah. Uh, it, they each have a different version yeah. of it, yeah. so I, I can't remember which yeah. which which they are. But, um, yeah, thank you for your service. And I got my, my son that just graduated from... You know, okay. boot camp. Congratulations. Oh, he awesome. just passed uh, his big test for Corman. Yes, he um, awesome. So, uh, um, what, what branch is he in? The Navy. Nice. In the Navy. Nice. Yeah. I got my brother's um, out of the military now. He was an Apache pilot, and my sister in law was in the Na- Air Force in their um, investigative services. Oh, nice. Thank you for their service. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, but yeah, awesome. Um, 
you know, so I really appreciate you guys coming in and sharing with us. I hope we get to do it again. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a blast. This yeah. was great. Yeah, absolutely. Next time you guys can bring the wine and we can Ooh. have a whole different, whole different kind of conversation. I'm bringing the whiskey. Yeah. All right. Whiskey. I'll drink the whiskey. <laughs> I heard some wine suggestions over here. Maybe we so need to works. do like some samples. Yeah. There we go. So a couple. Everybody. for me. Moscato? Really? Yeah. Moscato kind of guy. Yeah. I like sweet stuff. Yeah. You like Moscato? Oh, no, he, he likes Moscato. I just, I just drink oh, wine. Sweet wine and yeah. cocktail. Moscato and Sprite. I like yes. that. Yes. That's Costco the... has a peach Moscato right now. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, and like a cranberry Moscato. I like cranberry. Not yeah, typically, we get on Sundays for football, we'll get um, LaMarca, which is champagne, and do it with cranberry juice. That's pretty good. Definitely wasn't this Sunday because you weren't celebrating. No, it wasn't. No, you know the sweet I was. stuff gives you the headaches. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, it kind of does after a yeah. while. Yeah, the dry stuff usually doesn't do that. Mm. Yeah. Well, just so that's why you gotta teach me whiskey and ginger. I need to learn whiskey. Ugh. No, I can't do whiskey. Oh, I'm gonna make you like it. Oh, come it's gonna on, be good. Ralph. If I do anything like that, it would have to be rum. But rum. Uh, see, he's my brother. You're my sister. I'm among family. There you go. Rum. I got you. I got you taken care of. Rum. Do you like bamboo? Bamboo? Bamboo. 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 <laughs> Don't typically now drink bamboo. That's a bamboo bamboo. Not a panda. Bamboo. Yeah. Where's that? What is that? What is bamboo? It's, it's like a banana rum. Ooh, I can't do artificial banana. No? no. Then they have a spiced one also. Yeah. He doesn't like the spiced Sailor one. Jerry's the best. I'm kind of Sailor a captain. Jerry's good. See, I'm a captain's girl. See, I, can... I was a captain guy too until I had Sailor Jerry. I didn't know. I thought Sailor Jerry was the cheap version so did i but then i realized it was better see we're gonna have to go drinking now yeah <laughs> I get in trouble. and by drinking i mean like maybe two drinks because then i'll have to go home and lay down my drinking days are over there's a couch right there you, guys yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> you and ralph were a lot alike yeah. we, we will not be inviting pickles oh, oh my god <laughs> hey don't talk about my blue don't talk about it's okay, Blue, I got your back. <laughs> Wait, we need to have an outing oh, where yeah. we drink whiskey and ginger and some rum and bamboo and Pickles has to be the designated driver. Oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. God. Did you see his head? I don't want to mix it. Have you seen him? He shaved his hair. He shaved his head. It was it was long and sticking yeah. out of his cap. Yeah, he had no, a hat he on. shaved his different. head. He has no hair on top of his head. He came in his normal head. Shaved head. Wow. How come? Oh. For for sister, all, all the brothers shaved their head. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so he's a good guy. So to finish up, what I want to do, uh, give us your name, your company, how we can get a hold of you. Um, okay. I'm Laurie. I'm with Innovative Creative. That's my graphic design company. And the easiest way to get a hold of me is probably innovativecreativeideas.com. Ann Keen with Mary Kay. And the best way to contact me would be. Um, by my cell phone, and that's 602-721-4055. And I'm Carrie with I Go Mobile Car Wash and Detail, and the best way to contact me would be through our email. It's igomobileaz at gmail.com. Awesome. And uh, I'm Brian, and this is Ralph. We're with Apes for uh, all your plumbing, HVAC, and appliance needs. Um, you can give us a call at 623-521-1172, or you can uh, reach us on go4apes.com. That's G-O, the number four, A-P-E-S.com. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody coming today, and uh, we'll see you next time.
Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you.